I finally did it. I finally left. The others are attempting rebellion. They think they can change the way things are. Fucking idiots. Eventually, they'll see how foolish they're being, but it will be too late. And either way, I will be long gone by then. Because I am choosing to move on. To find another god king, a better one. One that doesn't abuse his wives. One that doesn't hoard his resources. How about one that actually cares for his people? And Sabrina will have to grow up without me. This is true. She's so pure. Nothing is ever going to change that. And so, someday, she will understand. She'll forgive me for leaving. Because this world, not just the salt flats, but this whole fucking world, it's ruined. And what better place for us to create a new life together than in another? I found in Wolfram's library rumors of a fragment world. And they'll never think to look for us there. It's suicide to go. But fuck it, it's suicide to stay. I burn the pages, just to be safe. But I'll come back for her. She will understand. Of the bell, no sweat now, feeling swell. Uh, gee golly, it's a beautiful day. I'm gonna burn my troubles away. I'm going to live, light up the town. So level four is an extremely boring level. Everyone got some upgrades to their stats. Does anybody have anything particular they want to uh, reveal to the audience? Or are we all just a little stronger? No, I'm going to keep my secrets. <laughs> I'm going to hoard them like a dragon. I, I can do spare the dying as a cantrip and I have another spell slot. That's that's really about it. I wish I had secrets to keep, but no, I just got a little bit stronger. I'm a little bit wiser. Oh, I I managed to up uh, a couple of ability scores for you know the funsies. Ooh. So constitution and, and wisdom both benefit from uh, higher modifiers. So that's nice. Yeah. And uh, and, and and the spell suggestion, which I'm sure. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> nothing can go wrong with. Everything is gonna go wrong. With. I can think of no. Bad uses for that spell. <laughs> Every use is bad. What are you talking about? So last we left this adventure, the party reached Harp City, and we're trying to negotiate with an orchid mantis named Young about getting a trade route back to the Glass Forest and in return for information about Sabrina's mother. All very p- simple and straightforward. Unfortunately, you failed the, I think, both persuasion and deception checks. There was a lot of social checks you tried to get this mantis to do what you wanted and they failed. So Sabrina had to reveal her lineage and then that escalated things significantly. And you were being taken to one of the Wolfram siblings last, uh, last we met. So that's where we're going to start. this is your last chance to do anything or say anything before we enter that room where things will escalate. So now is the moment. If you want to, I don't know, put some, you know, witcher oil on your blade or something. 
I would like to pour uh, snake oil on my blade. Mm-hmm. I think that does extra damage to demons. It's been a while. I mostly played the Witcher for Gwent. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, Wait, what? I think it was it's mostly just for the cards. <laughs> well, I, I guess I uh, probably ought to give a diabartic inspiration to um, the White Wolf. You know, just in case. So we actually were running a little bit short on last recording time because the combat went on a bit longer than we planned. So I didn't get into as much description about Harp City as I wanted to. But if you imagine this entire skyscraper, over 100 stories, laying on its side in the salt flats, weirdly undamaged. Uh, But it is not completely untouched uh the people who live inside this building have made a lot of modifications they've pulled out some of the surface metal and the glass um it actually kind of resembles a beehive almost what's that phobia tryptophobia with all the holes oh no yeah yeah that's the worst phobia it's a very bad one don't google it if you don't know what i'm talking about it's going to if hurt you, if you didn't have it yeah. you will it's, after you google lo- it lots, lots of gross holes phobia oh i just remember what it looks like oh god all the photoshopped images this is extremely bad, but if you picture that, so this building has all these kind of holes in it, which might seem scary or ominous, but they're just where people live now. Um, and all these floors, which used to be rather short, but very broad, are now almost like vertical living situations. So you walk into one of the districts, which is one of the floors, and it's like a pretty narrow area but you can go up and up and up and up because now the whole building's on its side and so everything's like stacked vertically it's a very unique way of living um so you're being taken out of the insect district and up to what would have been the top of the tower where you are led to believe one of the wolfram siblings is in charge around here so Corton, I'll whisper something to Sabrina in tongues, not really any meaning to it, but she feels a little emboldened by bardic magic, and you are led through a door. In this floor, it is much more majestically decorated than the insect district you ca- just came from. That was all very spartan and sparse. Things were done like very simply and just for like utilitarian purposes. Here's a chair, here's a desk, here's a ladder. This has all kinds of fancy, uh, like soft uh, textiles everywhere there's curtains and there's carpet and then there's just there's all kinds of metal knickknacks it's like you know the little mermaid the thingamabobs and the whatsamajigs okay i would like to roll stealth to steal something <laughs> slide a hand actually i'm sorry slide yeah a hand. slide a hand for lola beans to start stealing from the wolframs I'm a thief. What do y'all want from me? I rolled a 15. You're a ranger. I don't know why you're role-playing a rogue. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> because a ranger. I, can be, I contain multitudes, Austin. Okay, with a 15, you succeed. You take something valuable. What is it? Um. I want it to be something that, in character, you don't know exactly what it is. I was like, what if it was like a salt and pepper, sh- like a pepper shaker shaped like a llama? <laughs> That's very specific. Did you have that in mind? <laughs> no, I just thought of it right now. <laughs> All right, you can have a pepper shaker shake lo- shaped like a llama. It's I'm not metal, sure what. And like, why would I? Why would I need us? Oh no, I'm sorry, not a pepper shaker, a salt shaker. Because why would I need salt? I'm gonna be very mad if this is how you defeat the final boss. <laughs> I'd be like, look at this! <laughs> now I am invincible! And Lola's like, not with this salt shaker, bitch! And cut to credits. Um, Just don't make the final boss like a giant slug. I already did that, actually. That was season beep! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was no salt there. Well, it's your fault. You should have employed salt. I'll keep that in mind for the future. Or the past. Okay. Well, I stole a salt shaker. What are you going to do about it? 
<laughs> nothing you succeeded so you do it you do it you're like led Thank in here you. by all these mantises who have like uh you know pretty crude weapons and they're they're holding you like at a distance they're not like right up in your shit you haven't been handcuffed or anything um and you just like stick your arm right behind one of their backs and just grab start grabbing stuff off the the tables in here um and you're led into this neatly appointed room where there is a genasi man um i tried looking for imagery of a an ooze genasi, but it was unsuccessful. I don't think there's any official art of this. No, I don't believe so. So, Wizards of the Coast, maybe hire some diverse people and also work on that as far as pointers I can give you about your business practices. <laughs> so, this ooze genasi is immediately recognizable to Sabrina. It's her brother. His name is Marcel. M-A-R-C-E-L. Wolfram, uh, ooze genasi have a kind of green tint to their skin. They're not fully oozed. They are still like human shaped and like their, their, their bodies are relatively solid. There's like some jiggle in the, in the jello, if you know what oh, I mean. there? Because <laughs> uh, jam don't shake like that. Wait, hold on. Oh boy. Is his name Marcel after Mar- Marcel the shell? Because the insides of shells are goo. Do you want me to explain all of the references in the show? I don't think that'll be very fun for the audience who likes those puzzles very much. Michelle, Michelle, hold on. I would actually, I would watch a sequel called Michelle the Shell. And you just trailed off at the end there. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Does this genasi have shoes on? <laughs> you know, I think he's wearing sandals. How high That's are shoes. you? Who, which one of us? <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, that train of thought was outstanding. There was like four I, potholes in the middle of it. I am just very depressed. <laughs> so something to take away is that Marcel is mostly solid. I think he has more control over his bodily shape than the average person. Like if he concentrates very hard, he can have abs, but he can't just like slip under doorways and stuff. He's still like a, he has bones, um, but he's green and he is a little little sweaty uh, always because that's just how he rolls. Is it sweat or is it ooze? I'm trying to remember from the rest of the party. Um, do we remember if if our white wolf happened to mention anything about this particular sibling while unsure who everyone was? The three names she said were Marcel, yeah. Sven, and Amy. Yeah. The only one you got a really strong impression of was Amy, which she seemed terrified of. The other two, not too much information. I heard Sven a lot. My My first instinct was, thank God this isn't Amy. <laughs> Don't really know <laughs> yeah. much about the others. Yeah, so there's like a like a, a tangible difference as you're walking into the room where uh, the white wolf seems very uneasy, uh, but when she sees that it's Marcel, uh, she straightens up a lot more, and she, she seems like a, a big weight has been lifted off her very tiny shoulders. Oh, so maybe this is a good sibling, or at least less bad. Hello, Sabrina. What brings you to this city? Uh, Dad let you out of the castle, finally. Yep, that's why I'm here. And I, I'm helping to uh, establish trade routes in the Glass Forest. I haven't heard anything about that. Is he sending a courier or some kind of official mes- official messaging? Nope, that's me. I'm the official message. What's with the bug? She's helping. And my friend. We defeated a demon in the woods. <laughs> uh marcel looks over the whole party and he has an immediately skeptical look um he thinks i mean this is just written plainly on his face that if you were here officially from the castle you would have much more official looking bodyguards probably genasi bodyguards because of the 
the racial system here in uh, Wormwood, and be, especially being with an insect person, which uh, God King is extremely unpleasant towards, is very strange. Yes, but Vindros is gonna hold the uh, the axe baloney and be like, "Ah, eh? ah, eh? see, is the ab- abalone?" Eh? Eh? I mean, if you think about it, isn't it smarter to send bodyguards who don't look like normal bodyguards? Because then people see, oh, that person's traveling with a bug. Must not be a God King child. Gentleman Bramwell came with me, too. He's just, he, he has to do some things in the city. Mm. How's he doing? Great as always. So you're lying, but the tone is very cordial. So why don't you deception? Only Sabrina gets advantage. Everybody else regular. Because you have a rapport already for this deception. Uh, 14? 22 for Corton. Nice. All right. So Corton uh, is, helps the party succeed. How do you step up? You haven't spoken yet to Marcel. And you, I think, are like the most, uh, to him, like respectable person here. <laughs> so <laughs> so Corton takes a step forward. He says, you see Wolfram. The Lord, he desired that my group would be able to shield and guarantee safe passage for the child here. We would not draw attention to ourselves, for nobody seems to want anything to do with us. There's a bit of a reputation, if I'm being totally honest. But it's neither here nor there. She's here now to arrange your business. I think this is a great opportunity all around. I've been saying to Father that you need a opportunity to get some real world practice and experience in. Yep, and that's what I'm doing. What what are you doing here? Oh, I looking after the the bugs and the birds and the whatever everything that's washed up here. Mm. You don't sound excited at your job. No, a lot's happened since last you saw me, Sabrina. <laughs> like what? Do you want to discuss this in front of your friends? We could talk privately if you'd like. Hmm. So this is going to be a great opportunity to get him away from the party so they can ransack his office. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear secrets. <laughs> oh, we're going to steal so much stuff. I have so many limbs with which to steal. Oh my god, you do. How long are your sleeves? How much stuff can you hide in your sleeves? I have, like, big heavy armor, which I think means there's room to hide stuff in it. I think so, too. All right. Bye, Bye, Sabrina! Yeah, so let the party roll stealth as Sabrina and Marcel uh, step into his office. Fifteen. What do I steal? Is it a bunch of cookies? (laughs) Uh, Four. Oh, no! Come on. Come on, Conrad. Well, you see, now, you you went stealth. And I can't help you. Uh, five. <laughs> oh, no. So the party fails. We'll let that hang over this conversation. I mean, you know, really, Cortot should have been distracting, but, you know, what do I know? We didn't come up with a plan. <laughs> okay, so instead of going through a door at the back of his office, you actually, there's a ladder back there, and you go up, and there's a f- successive, like, wooden floors built above you to create offices in this space. And so you just pop up there into his, like, you see he actually lives here, and it's like, this this bedroom is relatively sparsely decorated, but everything in here is very nice. Like, the bed frame is metal, which is, like, fancy, and it looks very nice. He has a bunch of books, paper, once again, pretty valuable. He's, he's living as well as someone can, can be for what seems to be some kind of 
unhappy situation, he's not great. Um, what? Well, how do you open this conversation? So I want to actually open like this. Uh, I want to roll an insight because I want to see how I feel about him generally. Um, or I shouldn't say generally. So I got a five. Bad. But I want. I want to. I want to preface this by saying Marcel is the sibling Sabrina likes the most, which isn't necessarily a high bar, but it is a bar. Uh, so I think part of why you like him the most is that you've spent the least amount of time with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's going to be a running theme. Like you like your mom the most because you haven't seen her in many years and you like your dad the least because he's basically kept you as a prisoner in the castle. Uh, so part of uh, your relationship with Marcel is that he left a number of years ago, not as long ago as last you saw your mom. But you, you, there's a significant chunk of his recent history you're not aware of. Um, and so you have like some catching up to do. You failed your insight check, so you can't really read him too much right now. Uh, something seems to be bothering him, but you don't get in any uh, spe- specific help here. This is something you're going to actually have to use your talking skills to get out. But he seems kind of upset, and some stuff has happened recently. That's what, or some, Since you last saw him, he's gone through some stuff, is what you know. So what's happened since last time I saw you? Sabrina, you... Just, you might be too young for this conversation. The world is a complicated place. I'm not too young. I'm an adult, and I can handle all sorts of adult conversations. Well, are you aware that not everybody likes father? I didn't know anybody really liked father, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, well, out in the world, he is extremely disliked. And what does that have to do with you? Well, there was a group of people who uh, took up arms against him a number of years ago and tried to overthrow him. Some uh, outside group, uh, the Athar, they're called. Wait, how long ago was this? When I left the castle. I didn't hear about this. I'm not surprised. It would only upset you to know that dangerous people want to destroy the building you live in. Were they thought dangerous? Not dangerous enough. Father scattered them. Defeated them. So, can I roll a history check? Have I heard of the Aethar before? Yeah, roll a history check. I crit. Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, So you crit! Yeah, so how do you... So- I know about them! I'm the, I'm the leader of the Aethar secretly! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, because you, you just asked him who they are, so you can't suddenly have, like, the reverse knowledge, but maybe you can, like, context clue your way into figuring out that, like, yeah. because he is the god king, you know that there must be groups that just hate gods and want to destroy them, and that you understand the concept of a revolution. <laughs> yeah! Uh, maybe you even got this from one of your storybooks because the thing is like you're inspired to be an adventurer because all these romantic adventure books you read. And so you're on, you understand the concept that like sometimes there are evil kings and then there are revolutions where they're overthrown and suddenly you're like swept away in this glorious fantasy. Yep. Um, That's awesome. Marcel says, unfortunately for me, my mother joined the Aethar. So you can imagine father doesn't want me around much anymore. Well, that's not fair. You should be able to see your mother. Do you know where she went? No. If she's still alive, she's she's left Wormwood now. The, their forces have been fully pushed out of the basin. 
So he just sent you here then to get rid of you? Yeah, that's about the size of it. That's stupid. I'm sorry. It's fine. Things in the castle weren't much better. No. It's a stuffy place. No air circulation. No, it's terrible. It's all the same air. <laughs> so, um, father sent you here to establish relations with the, the bat folk in the glass forest? That doesn't seem like him. He hates those guys. Well, it's a part of the process, I guess. You know? Nope, but it's not for me to question father's will. Hopefully we can both get into his good graces if we pull this off. Yeah. Um, say, have you ever heard of a, a, a conduit? Where'd you hear that word? I, from someone in the woods. Mm. Those bat folk don't know how to keep their f- tiny mouths shut, huh? I didn't say it was a bat folk. A conduit is what father has that makes him a god. It's a... Special ability some people have. No one knows why. But it makes you live much, much longer than everybody else and control some aspect of the world. Well, are we supposed to have one? That's what Father wants, but so far none of us have manifested one, which is why eventually we all get sent away. But how do you get one? No one knows. It's stupid. There should be rules for it. There probably are. We just haven't discovered them yet. Well, they should make a book about them then. Um, you know what, Sabrina? You should be the one to write it. But I'd have to have one first. Well, you you made it this far. You're out on your own. You're forging trade deals. I'd say uh, you, you can accomplish just about anything. You're right. I could do that. And around here, they call me the White Wolf. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh. Nerd. Oh. Wait, was that Austin or Marcel, though? That was Marcel. He says his sister is a nerd. Oh, just <laughs> just to spite, the second that she walks back in, um, Vindras is going to attempt to just go, Hey, White Wolf. Wow, the wolf. The White, <laughs> the white Wolf. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> Okay, so the so the party fails. So I think when Marcel and Sabrina finish talking about their family, they like go back down to the office, and all of you are like arms full of trinkets. And Marcel like just looks, sees all of you, and says, "Yes, they're very nice. Um, make sure you put them back where you found them." Um, <laughs> Can I roll sleight of hand? God damn it, Lauren! <laughs> I will roll stealth. I will whatever you want. I'm a thief. That's my character. I'm a thief with a porcupine. <laughs> I would make this failure more like punishing if uh, Sabrina hadn't handled that conversation so delicately. He's in a really good mood. There's no reason this would suddenly become like violent or anything. Yay. It's just like he is not endeared to you. Is the consequence of this? And so he speaks very brusquely and says. All right, if Father wants to establish some trade relations, who am I to question that? Uh, I got to get some paperwork ready. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a caravan ready to go. Um, I've actually been having some trouble with smugglers in the area, and a lot of supplies have gone missing. We're going to need to uh, do something about that before I send anyone Ooh. out. Oh, we could help with that. Fighting smugglers is like the first thing everyone does in the books I read. Is it? It's usually the second thing. The first thing is beating up rats in a basement. Yeah, but I don't, 
you know, that's so nice. So I don't really like that part. <laughs> yeah, you just you, you always tear those parts out and leave the papers in the the yeah. bathroom. No one wants to read those. They're bad. Just jam down the sink. Very unhelpful, mm-hmm. Sabrina. You know the, the servants have to clean that up. I didn't know. I just wanted to protect the rats. <laughs> what the fuck is even happening now? Well, I can't send my people to go find smugglers throughout Hop City. They'll see us coming from a mile away. They know what we look like. They'll hide stuff. You all are outsiders. This was a very fortuitous coincidence. I, I provided here your list of places to check, uh, recover any stolen materials, bust any smugglers. We'll take their stuff and we'll send it over to the bat folk. How's that sound? That sounds great. It's not like some of us have respect for smugglers in their hustle. But, okay. You got a problem, Lizard? I'm just, you know, what are they smuggling? Sometimes you can kind of follow, you know? I, listen, it's not its not up to me personally. I don't really care one way or another. But if metal weapons go missing, Father will have our heads, so. Uh, yeah, I just mean, like, what if they're smuggling grains or beans or supplies and you know i just feel like there's a lot of times we don't necessarily uh provide our populace with what they need to survive vindras is putting her many many hands over lola's <laughs> mouth just from all angles <laughs> hands are just like trying to cover the mouth <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Those are me trying to talk through your hands i know i i, I like the idea of like anarchist lola constantly having to be dragged out of any conversation about politics it's very good <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Zer is going to stay behind with Marcel to go over boring business details, so he's not going to be with you on this uh, smuggling operation. So the party gets a list of uh, three locations to look at, uh, and if you do this quest, you will get everything you want. This is working out very well. Congratulations. What are the three places? Let us choose. Let, let you choose? Let me choose. What are they called? Uh, <laughs> uh, there's an apothecary. Ooh. There is a dentist. And there is a fish market. Apothecary. Apothecary. Oh, yeah. We gonna get crunk. <laughs> I like how we're all like, yes, the drugs. <laughs> yeah. So what does the party, party talk amongst yourselves as you walk uh, across the length of the skyscraper towards the apothe- apothecary district? You know what? Maybe I can get Stuart some extra vitamin C. I worry about his health. So, um, White Wolf, is that one of the siblings that you're chill with, then? I mean, he's better than the others. How many you got again? How many siblings? Well, there's three older siblings. And, I mean, he wasn't there when I got stuffed in the cabinet and locked in there for a day. So I can't really blame him for that. Did he know though? Because if he knew, he should have stopped it. I think he was—he was gone by that point. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. I just mean, you know, if—if if per se, maybe you had a sibling who wasn't a sibling who locked you in the closet, but they knew you were getting locked in the closet. I feel like that also demands some serious conversation. Oh, uh, I'm going to say this for future. We need to develop, like, a hand signal, so if we walk into a room and it's, like, the bad sibling, you can, like, you know, do some kind of, you know, weird weird gesture with your hands, and we'll know that, like, this is this is the one we need to go rough up. If it's Amy, I would just jump out the window. 
I also say, what if we do finger guns at each other? Because then whoever's there is just going to think we're really cool. But we'll know. <laughs> I'm starting to get concerned that um, I might have drawn us further into this. <laughs> you, you, you don't say. Just saying. Little concern. <sighs> I, I know, I know. It's... We're definitely going further and further and further down a rabbit hole of, like, let's do one thing. Oh, now we have to do a billion things to get to that one thing. Well, let's just see what these smugglers have going on, because, you know, maybe we could work out some kind of other deal. I think I hear what you're laying down. That's a very spicy way to enter this apothecary. Um, the first thing you notice is the cornucopia of smells, which are all extremely powerful, not all unpleasant. Uh, there's some really nice incense. There's a bunch of different medicinal, harsh flavors. There's some very gross ones that you assume must be good for different species, but not yours. In fact, constitution saving throw everybody as you are hit by just a wall of stench. Oh, wall of stench. That's my favorite movie. Hey, I crit. Can I drink them then? Uh, <laughs> nine. I crit. I wanted to be able to drink one and get superpowers. <laughs> I also got a nine. Uh, three. Is this like the stench when you walk into Lush and it's just like there's a million different scents hitting <laughs> you in the face? Okay, you all know about the the Olive Garden sauce. Has anybody heard about the Olive Garden sauce? Is that the water? That's the everything that they just hose down the drain at the end of a day. And it's like, that it's, it's a sauce. <laughs> or as somebody who has worked at Subway, a couple different Subways, is it like the, the disgusting dish you smell like every day coming home from cutting onions, tuna, and Italian urban cheese spices? Uh, so the party fails, 9, 9, and 3 all fail. So the party is uh, pretty grossed out by this, um, but we also have a crit from Sabrina. I think the logical explanation from all of this is that uh, she is shorter, she's lower to the ground, <laughs> and the like, bad smells rise. <laughs> Why are you all closing your nose? I can't well, see. I mean, I'm not that much taller than her, so... Oh, God, what is it? Whoa. Uh, so you enter the apothecary, and before all of you are sick all over yourselves, you see the person behind the counter is a rhinoceros beetle kind of insect folk. Um, if you've ever seen them, they're very large. Oh, they've got cool noggins. Yes, they have in, like really intense-looking horns up on top of their head. Um, but he is a okay, huge, ro rotund man, um, kind of similar uh, to in body shape to... To Vindross, six limbs, but just huge. Like, like he looks like he could carry all four of you, it, like, it, like no problem. Um, and he's just standing there, looking like looking at you with relatively uninterested eyes as you enter the building. His wings flutter now and then, but he doesn't say anything to you. You know, your your head looks very impressive, stranger. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, uh, excuse me, are you the owner here? No. Oh, well, who's the owner? Rich guy. Oh, well, do you run the store? Yep. Do you, I'm, I'm here on official business, uh, for Marcel to, to look into smuggling? 
Oh, God, what do you even say? <laughs> no smuggling here. Uh, well, excuse me. I'm at to roll an insight on that. Okay, only you, though. I actually got a 13. That's not that bad. <laughs> That's not that bad. I think, um... You don't know if there is smuggling, but obviously there's stuff going on. Well, there's no smuggling here, uh, and I believe him, so I guess we have to check out the dentist. Well, you know what? I totally believe it's the dentist rather than this guy. They got all them fancy chemicals. They probably sell them to the black market. I believe you, Brina. Now I'm less sure of myself. <laughs> Yo, welcome. I'm tip my hat if I have one. I mean, do you know anyone around here that might be involved in smuggling? You can tell me. <laughs> oh my god. We're terrible. The rhinoceros beetle man just says, maybe. Uh, can I climb up on the counter? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Can I help her up on the counter? I want to climb up onto the counter and stand proudly and say, I'm doing this for the good of all of Wormwood. Would you help me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the rhinoceros beetle man just looks at Corton, who once again has the kind of authoritative bearing of the group and just says, remove child. But I like it up here. I feel <laughs> like I'm tall. It smells up here, though. It smells really bad up here. <laughs> I'm going to go down now. Vindras, Vindras is, is making moves to, to pick her up and take her off of the desk. <laughs> what if I show him a shiny rock from my pouch? Oh my god, it's the rocks again. <laughs> How is What is it about this party you think that makes it particularly <laughs> incapable of having a normal conversation? I feel like this is the, like, the most uh, normal I've ever been in a season. I'm just saying, if this was last season, uh, fucking Cordelia would have turned this guy into a hat already. Well, I'm not Cordelia this time. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a thing maybe. Hold on. No, he can suck it. I want to say, well... What if we found a way to help you? Um, Vindras is literally going to pick uh, Sabrina up and just walk out of the store with her in the hopes that uh, the other two can salvage this situation if, if <laughs> Sabrina isn't uh, making it worse. See, I would just make it worse because I'm like, I wonder if I could pass off some pyrite <laughs> to this guy as real gold. Is he a fool? Will he be a fool for fool's gold? Nobody knows. So Corton moves towards the counter and he says I'm here to give you some unfortunate news it seems that there are representatives of the local government who might have concerns about operations in this establishment because if you want to use fear to try to get this guy to work with you basically well, I mean, it, yeah, I, I mean, he's being honest, unfortunately, so I guess it would be intimidation. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve, that's not going to fly. Uh, yeah, it's not enough to get him to crack, but it's enough that he says, like, proof. That, uh, that child that you just, um, had escorted out and an excellent decision on your part, might I add gave us the opportunity to have this conversation. And Corton looks him up and down. And I certainly would not mind the opportunity for a more intimate conversation. Oh my god, are you trying to seduce the rhinoceros beetle? No, he's just being honest. 
Because that's Corton's thing. But is it Corton's honesty based on trying to get get it on? Yeah, bear with me. We're rolling. What else can that Bionicle <laughs> do with his horns? Yeah, okay. Corton, roll persuasion to ride the horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he should get advantage. What are we doing? Come on. <laughs> oh my god. That's horrible. What the hell? Oh man, I'm never going to get to make the performance roll after this. <laughs> no, that, that's a 10. Uh, so Corton, he does not find you particularly sexy, uh, but you you didn't do average, so I think he does want to make a deal with you here. He says, like, what trade for government go away? <laughs> if you can provide for us some metal weapons and maybe someone disposable, <laughs> it'll solve the problem. Of course, in exchange, I might be in need of uh, arranging a settlement in future, and people who handle trade routes could be useful just for everyone from a business perspective. Okay, so I think what's going to happen here is that the Beatle tells you no metal weapons, but he is interested in working together in the future in some kind of business capacity. So what happens is he waves Lola away to go out with Sabrina and Vindros and Corton, he's going to take you into the upper floors. Ooh. If you if you'll go. Yeah. Okay. So once again, this is the exact same thing that happened in the last place. Everybody <laughs> everybody else, what do you do outside while Corton goes ahead? Um so Question: How fiercely is Sabrina trying to get back into this building? How how, how much is Vindros having to fight to keep her in place? I don't think at all. She thinks she did a great job. She's like, "Cool, mission accomplished. Let's go to that dentist." <laughs> is this finally the situation in where I, Lola Beans, can busk? Okay, busk. Sorry, I thought you were asking if you could bust. <laughs> No. I thought you said come bust. I was like, I mean, that seems <laughs> no, like a bust weird. No, bust with a K at the end. I'm going to perform with my animals to make money and snacks. All right, yeah, roll performance to uh to busk for money, which could come in handy here. Everyone keeps asking you for money. Uh When you fall, I guess that's not it doesn't count as foraging if I'm busking. It's I mean, busking is the city equivalent of foraging. Well, I get I find twice as much food as I normally would as a ranger. All right, yeah, this counts. Yeah, okay, performance. We're flexible of flavor that. here on Dice Funk. I love uh, flexible flavor. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I rolled a four. I get nothing. Uh, can I attempt to do a performance roll to try and help out by having Vindras with her many arms just sort of do, like, drumming along <laughs> on, on her armor slash her carapace to just sort of be like, yeah, there's a there's a beat. Maybe we can pull this performance up to passable. I mean, she got a four. I don't know there's that there's no anything you can this. add there. I could get a crit. Okay, yeah, sure. Roll it. <laughs> crit! Holy shit, you did get a crit! God damn it, Vindros. Okay, also, we're in the insect district, so this makes sense. Uh, paint me this word picture of first Lola failing, then Vindros succeeding. I try to like do the Charleston, but I just like my overalls are too long and I slip on them and land on my face. Stuart just licks me. He doesn't do anything helpful. 
The sloth bee's just eating leaves. Seeing how terribly this is going, Vindras just sort of stands close enough to be like, ah, oh, yes, I am part of this performance, um, and starts doing, like, a full-on, like, drum solo across, like, the various parts of the armour. Like, the, the arms make a slightly different sound to the torso, so just doing a bit of a slapping the armour drum solo, just trying to be like... Are you slapping your belly like a seal? Yes, that is definitely a part of it. Hell yes. <laughs> okay, Vindros, I think you make enough money busking that you we don't really keep track of like the individual dollars here on Dice Funk. The math isn't particularly interesting. But in the future, if somebody asks you for like a bribe or something, you now have like one money in your inventory. <laughs> one one money. bribe worthy money. Cool. Yeah, so for example, in that last scene, if you had wanted to just bribe the rhinoceros beetle, you could have just done that and just dis- dispersed with the whole conversation. Um, do the three of you talk about anything outside here, or you just perform and uh, Sabrina stands there smugly? Uh, I, I want to look for some wood. <laughs> I want to look for some wood. Survival, I guess, to scavenge for wood? Hard cut to Corton. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six. Oh no. Sabrina just wanders away during this. Uh, we'll come back and see if she gets lost. But Corton, oh uh, the rhinoceros beetle leads you up a staircase up to the next floor in this district. Uh, you're quickly greeted by a heavy metal door and a like a brick wall in here that has been established. If you had like pushed past the beetle or snuck past, you would have been pretty bamboozled by the security up here. Uh, the beetle walks up, knocks on the door. There's a moment of hesitation. Someone asks for a password. But they have the password. They do. But this was, yeah, another possible solution would have been figuring this out, maybe by searching the apothecary for clues or so so on and so forth. After a while, the, after a moment, the beetle says, pineapple. And the door swings open and you are immediately hit by a cloud of narcotics smoke. Okay. I can work with this. Uh, wave after wave of just different exotic uh, smokes you have never smelled before in fact constitution saving throw with disadvantage because you failed the first time oh Uh, six that's very bad Uh, so you you, basically quickly figure out that why this apothecary smells so strongly is to cover up all the smells of illicit drugs going on in here and you are led into a den of depravity on the upper floors of the apothecary where all manner of bug folk are engaged in drug activity there are ant folk, there are mantis folk Uh, there's a cockroach with a gas mask on and he's hotboxing it uh-huh, uh-huh, but like, I mean, all in a row and doing it, like, synchronized like that, though, like... The the beetle explains to you that if you were going to establish uh, trade routes, he would very much like if you smuggle drugs for him. I would very much like to smuggle drugs for you. Hey, hey, comrade, comrade, <laughs> remember how well this went in a previous season when someone was asked to smuggle things? It Dude, doesn't go good. I do, but this is all part of Corton's larger goal. Yeah, this is a weird coincidence that of all the people who could use drugs for their ends, I think the the fake preacher has some uses. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this this um this apothecary is not smuggling illicit metal weapons. They're they are mm-hmm. smuggling, but it's drugs, and you haven't been ordered to break this up. So, well, that's fine. But I can thank them, and uh, we'll uh, arrange a, a first delivery. Um, um. Soon. 
Um, yep. Unfortunately, Corton is going to be high for the rest of this adventure. Yep. <laughs> uh, Harp City, so that's fun. Um, Corton, you exit the apothecary, bleary-eyed and very stinky. Um, you don't see Sabrina anywhere. Sabrina, you are wandering the streets looking for wood, and I think you actually almost get run over by a cart. Uh, dexterity saving throw. I got a five. Is that enough? Boop. Five damage. Uh, as the cart knocks you down and maybe like runs over your ankle. Ow. Um, ouch. Yeah. The driver jumps out hurriedly and runs over and says, oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I didn't see you. You're so short. Oh my God. Not short. I'm growing still. I'll hit my growth spot any day now. Oh my God. It's you. Uh, you look up and you see it's the orchid mantis that you ran into earlier. Uh, young. Y-E-U-N-G. Uh, the uh, thrycreen. Uh, that's, uh, they, them. Oh, it's, I, you're the mantis folk from where, where my brother works. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're the, you're the wolf from. How's everything going? Everything good? It's good. I'm trying to find wood so I can feed it to Clamuel L. Jackson. Uh, uh. Okay, that didn't mean anything to me, but I, uh, 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 sorry about your ankle. I have a, uh, there, they just immediately start going through their bags looking for something to give you so that you don't tell your brother. You, if you don't have anything, that's fine. I was maybe like someone threw out something in need or like, I don't know, like an old chair or something. Chairs are wood usually, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, usually, but they're pretty valuable. No one would just throw away a chair. They don't grow on trees, you know. Wait, why are you out here? Oh, um, uh, um, your brother wants to, uh, we gotta send people to the forest now, so he needs all the, the supplies, and we gotta get a caravan together? Oh, well, that's good. Uh, if you go to where the demon was, you could find water now, but don't touch it, please. Oh, uh, yeah, there's gonna be food and water for, for everybody, it's really good. Um, wh- wh- what are you gonna do when, when this is all, you just gonna go back to the castle? Well, I'm on a top secret mission. Uh, oh, I, I just asked because I was trying to get um, vehicles for the, the caravan together. And I, I, I heard that you walked into the city. Uh, do, don't you need a vehicle? No. Do we need one? We didn't need one to get here. Well, I was just going to say because I feel bad because I hit you with mine. You, you want my skiff? Uh, young gestures to the vehicle they were in. It's a kind of wheeled cart, but actually the body is more like a a boat with a, it even has a sail on it. It's a, called a sand skiff. Um, it is the most common vehicle people to use to traverse the salt flats. Um, it's not very nice. Uh, young is a kind of um, not you know, like the wealthiest trader. They they're doing their best, but they are still a kind of uh, oppressed people. So this isn't the nicest skiff you've ever seen. Um, but. They're offering it to you if you and the party want it after this is all completed, if you succeed on this mission. Wait, are we guilting this man into giving us his car? Because I'm here for it. Take the car. Take the car. Take the car. So Sabrina is going to look at it and your eyes start to go kind of big. And she's like, so if I had that, I would be a captain. Oh, <laughs> Young says, "Yeah, un- unless your brother wanted to give you a different title, I don't know, Colonel, uh, Admiral. I don't know. I don't know. No, Captain sailed the ship in their boats. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, but I, but I can't just take your boat. Then you wouldn't be a captain anymore. 
Oh, I'm not a captain. I I don't I I don't even own the the trading place. I was just the the, the person on uh, highest uh, ranking on staff when you showed up. Um, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna go out in the caravan soon. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I want to roll an insight on this uh, on this this, this individual. Stop reading into it and take the free uh, stuff. Fifteen. <laughs> take the free car. I I, I want to see. Does this seem like something where they would be? Not worse off. They're offering it. But I want to see, is this something they really legitimately want to give away? Or is it something that has any kind of personal connection to them? Uh, with a 15, what, what I'll say is, uh, Young never expected much to happen in their life. They figured they'd work doing boring trading stuff in a city where they're hated until they die. Uh, and then a princess showed up. And now everything could be a big adventure. And it, this is a very exciting time. And maybe if they're very nice to you, you will help them. Would you like to be on our boat oh you're gonna do trading stuff too you're gonna go to other places other uh, well yeah i have to go to other places <laughs> i do like so the main quest of this uh, season is find sabrina's mother and now th- we're adding a secondary objective and once again it's sabrina based which is to go around in this skiff and connect the various post-apocalyptic civilizations yeah i mean if you think about it, that's the best way to find new animals mm-hmm I guess this also serves the purpose of uh, spreading Corton and Vindross's cult. So actually, it serves everybody. <laughs> and allows him to establish a compound. It's working out yeah, for everybody. Yeah, we're all getting so- a great time out of this. So I will agree to take the boat only if Young comes with it. Why do we keep calling it a boat? A, a skiff is a kind of boat. Okay, so... It's a sand okay. boat. Okay, I was just making sure. I don't know a lot about boats. Um. Yeah, young, young wants to go. Like, I think they'll probably be like, "Oh no, I couldn't possibly. I'm just a. I'm just a. I I'm order just... it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I order you to be the first mate on my boat. Uh, and that's when the rest of the party catches up with Sabrina, and you see her striking a deal to get you all a big boat and carry you around the the salt plains, getting into even more trouble. You know, I love to feel the salt between my toes, but I, I'm never gonna argue with a good boat. I'm Captain White Wolf now. Uh, is it Captain White Wolf or Captain Wolf? Is your first name White? Is I'm like... the Captain White Wolf. Okay, I just want to make sure because apparently we don't like nicknames anymore. <sighs> Do I have my own room on the boat? How big is this boat? It's not very big. I actually <laughs> want to stress that it's a pretty small <laughs> boat. It's not the nicest version of this. This is the honda accord of salt skiffs hey as someone who has driven a honda civic for like seven years now they are very good at what they need to do (laughs) it is a dependable reliable comfortable enough ride Mm -hmm. um so young is gonna take uh the salt skiff uh back to their trading house while you guys finish this mission um it doesn't have a name so i'm just gonna leave that out there maybe be thinking about that in the back of your mind as you head to the next location. I feel like this is this is the White Wolf's decision to name it. Yeah, I want to come up with the best name. Oh, can I call it the SS Romance Dawn? Why? Because that was One Piece's original name back when it was a one oh shot. Oh my god! Can we call it the SS? Chris doesn't get to name it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Cor- Corton's kind of feeling this Romance Dawn. Oh my god! Does the party arrive at the dentist now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the door is boarded closed. Ooh, let's break it oh, down. Well, just break it. 
Uh, so strength checks to break the door. I'm gonna hurt myself, but goddamn, I'm gonna strength check this. I I can do strength. I rolled a twelve. I rolled a six. It's like a French door where I can like get the bottom because they're two separate halves of the same door. Corton got a seven. I'm the smallest one. What are you talking about? It's ridiculous. Okay, so the front of this district, uh, it, it is like a health district, so there are like other clinics and so forth, but the dentist's office has a bunch of boards over the door, and everyone runs up and starts pulling on them, and you, they don't budge. They are nailed down very well, and the party looks like a bunch of right idiots standing, pull, struggling with the, these boards. Are there windows? Yeah, can we break some windows? Does anybody have one of the, of the hammers? Because they have the little nail movie guys. Who has a hammer in the group? These are like skyscraper <laughs> windows, so they can they can withstand anything up to like maybe let's say airliner jets. Oh, okay. oh. oh I don't think you could say that. It's twenty twenty. I was about to make a Jeff yeah, okay, doesn't melt steel, steel beams joke. Sorry, I mean Austin's not the bad one here, <laughs> but it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> That's written on a bar wall in our town, by the way. I would like to do uh, an investigation check to see if I could find any ways to potentially get in this building. I will also do that because... I got a 17. Oh. Good, sir. Sabrina, these boards on the door are made of wood. (gasps) Oh, I'm going, Clamiel Jackson, it's dinner time, and I'm just going to shove him up against it. (laughs) Mouth first. You're standing in the middle of like a, a moderately busy thoroughfare, and suddenly uh, Sabrina pulls out a mascot head and just pushes it up to the door, and you just hear like gross slurping noises as all the boards get sucked into the head. I'm going to be smiling more <laughs> than I ever have. Uh, it's been brought to my attention because we talked about both abalone and gooey duck this season uh that while we said that uh, the abalone is actually what the mascot costume was in universe out of universe in our world there is a, a college football team which has the gooey duck as their mascot <gasps> wow i didn't send you guys a screenshot last week because i didn't want to be cruel but honestly i feel like everybody else needs to see it did you know they can live for like 160 fucking years Gooey ducks? Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that in our lives. It's too much gooey. <laughs> we don't need this energy. Well, I mean, when you think about how wrinkly one gets at 50. <laughs> I hate all of this. Have y'all seen that meme where it's like, girls taking news versus dudes taking news, and it's like somebody holding a hairless rat? <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> but also... <laughs> My favorite sports team is the Bingington Rumble Ponies. Is that real, Chris? Yeah, that's the team Team Tebow plays for. Well, that's a tough sentence oh, to say, God. by the way. Oh, God, Tebow's still around? Who let him live? Yeah, that's like the uh, the like the the uh, feeder team for the Mets. Ugh. Do you guys want to talk about this gooey duck mascot costume? I don't talk about how much I hate Tim Tebow. Not, not looking it up. Looked up the Bingington Rumble Ponies instead, and I clearly made my decision. Uh, so that I just put a picture of Speedy, Evergreen State's mascot, into the Roll20. That is Speedy the Gooey Duck. I still hate it. Uh, I, this, I, oh. this, this tries to humanize them far more than they deserve. <laughs> what have they done to hurt you, Laura? Look at uh, it! Nothing, nothing to hurt me, but like that's not what a Gooey Duck looks like. I don't like that it has fingers. Oh, yes. oh no! It just looks like it's wearing like a like a like an old man going to golf jacket. 
it's like not pulling up for me, but all I heard is it has fingers. So the the first time I I was in this roll twenty for Dice Funk, I drew Senor Muscle Penis, which was a giant. I penis still have that, that on my phone. I still have that on my phone. Giant cool arms, and Austin deleted it. And I like to think Senor Muscle Penis was much better than this. Don't worry, I got you, Chris. Or at least similar. I still have that on my phone. I'll find it for hey, you. Hey, just as a side note, th- there's a picture of the actual mascot costume and. It's not. It, it's far creepier and worse. I don't see it still. I don't know. That's. Uh, it's in the roll twenty. Um, oh, it's in the roll twenty. That's not a good thing. Well, I sent you my things that I was talking about. Your roll. Yeah, I hate all of this. I know I brought it up, but I'm. I'm just really. <laughs> yeah, that, just, that just looks like a guy wearing a fun vest. That's not a gooey duck. <laughs> it's just like, like it's just a weird gray man in a vest. <laughs> um. Okay, so the door, once freed of its boards, just swings open, and you can peek inside, and you see an empty dentist's office. Out in the lobby, it's just, you know, clean white floors that have been laid over the windows. There's chairs where people wait. There's a desk where people, you know, get checked in. Very boring and normal and natural. Nothing weird here. Let's steal their Novocaine! (laughs) Uh, Before we go in, Vindraus is going to take Captain White Wolf aside and just go... Hey, some I I'm, I I know that you you're really you're really really good at doing these uh you know interrogations and whatnot, but thank you. You know, <laughs> it's not it's not super fair for you know the rest of the party that's you know they're not getting a chance to learn if they don't get to try. So, do you mind hanging back on this one just so that they can have a learning experience? A captain would have to make sure everyone gets their fair shot. Plus, the white wolf hunts alone but leads the pack. Yes. Yes, uh, wonderful, wonderful. So you just stay. I'm going to the... keep breaking this door for all of its wood pieces so that I have more food for Christian Snail. Wonderful. Do that and 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 don't go talk to the the people. I'm honestly not sure what his name is anymore. I've so, I've called him two different names within this episode. <laughs> he's he's Mister Mister Wood Gooey Duck. I don't like that one as much. No. <laughs> All right, so you all have access to this dentist's office. That sounds like somebody wants to roll some something. Um, roll investigation to steal their Novocaine. Can I roll insight to try and get a sense of why this place is locked and not opened up and what's going on? Oh, oh, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> roll insight to understand the dentist's frame of mind when they organize their office to know where their drugs are. <laughs> okay, you guys are all getting really conceptual. <laughs> Can we do insight? <laughs> Insights for social stuff. Um, oh, fine. Oh, fine. Medicine. Can I do medicine? Because this is a dentist's office. Yes, Laura, please roll medicine. We'll end our suffering. Oh, okay. I mean... Oh, 20. 20 on medicine. Hell yeah. Uh, so you guys have all been talking about Novocaine. Uh, do you want... What kind of drugs do you want, Vindros? Well, I mean... <laughs> I... I was thinking more in the realm of like, actually, maybe that's not a bad idea. Like pain-related stuff, because obviously we're get in many fights. Um. Okay. With with a twenty, I want to say Vindros, you can find two healing potions, and we, they are flavored as being a uh, very numbing in a pleasant way. So if you if you want to get fucked up on uh, magic Novocaine, you can. Well, you don't get fucked up on it now. You take it for later when you get hurt, and then you'll get so fucked up that it doesn't hurt anymore, and that's how you live. 
dark and maybe too real. But yes, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm assuming you put those in your bag. You don't take them immediately. Vendross. Um, yeah, they, you, they, they are being saved for later. Um, but yeah, so you, you notice uh, uh, out here there isn't that much more valuable. That's what you get. Like there's uh, two vials of like the magical Novocaine that have been left out like irresponsibly. But if you want to get into the good stuff, you got to go deeper in here. And I'm going to need some rolls to accomplish that. What kind of rolls would you like? Yeah. Okay, investigation. Uh, I botched that. Oh boy, hold on, everybody else roll. <laughs> okay, that's actually a seven because I have a negative one. Oops, I got a little contact eye on that that magical Novocaine. <laughs> Oops. Can't let it touch your skin. It's like acid. It'll go through your fingers. So the party fails, but Vindros botched, which makes it even worse. So what happens is, Vindros, you take the Novocaine from the front office. You lead the charge into the back area where there's like the chairs and the drills and stuff. All very um like old school, right? It's not all shiny metal and nothing's electricity powered. When I say drill, I mean like a like a hand crank drill. Is that an auger? What ancient Greeks would have used to like do trepanation? Mm. Everything's dirty. There's blood on the walls and the floor. It's extremely gross in here, actually, and also very dark because this place was boarded off, so they didn't like leave magic. Uh, like crystals out or candles lit or anything so it's like dark this botch is actually going to make this even worse hold on let me reorient my mind palace to make this grosser Um, Austin or Yarians we should tell Young that there's a really valuable opportunity here to start a new business of haunted dental office tours (laughs) yeah um so vendros you botched you go first to the back of this office where there's a ladder up to the next floor you take it up and you see a room full of crates of uh, what you take to be equipment there's like the little the little mirrors they use to look in your mouth there's like you know dent like hammers and pliers it's just like a real horror show of medical equipment and you're walking amongst this and you step right in some blood but you don't notice because you botched and you keep going. Uh, and then dexterity saving throw. Everyone's still coming up the ladder behind Vindros when this happens. Oops. All of us dexterity saving throw? No, only Vindros who botched. Okay. That's another botch. Oh, no. oh my god. This is my punishment for like grandly claiming I was going to get a crit earlier. Is that I've, I've had to pay for it twofold. <laughs> But it's wild. Like, can we get through a single game session with this shit doesn't happen like this? My, my word. Season seven is the crit botch season. Crotch, crit botch, crotch. For the second time. Crotch, can- say it, Austin. Crit botch or crotch. It's the crotch season. For the second time this campaign, uh, Vindros is uh, attacked by something and pulled out away from where the party can see her and disappears for a while. You take six damage as you feel a huge crushing pressure and a shooting pains up both your arms and you are sucked into the darkness cool, ahead of your cool, party members. Cool. Well, if this continues to go bad, at least I've got magical Novocaine in a minute. Everything will be fine. I'm still trying to figure out how I can turn those like little dental mouth mirrors into like fucking what are they called? Just the side mirrors on a car, but for my face. <laughs> you want face side view mirrors? Yeah, I take these dental things. I hook them up right. I put one on each side, and then it's like I've got like a little peripheral vision guy. Okay, that's what you're thinking about as you come up the ladder, Corton and Sabrina behind you, and you find yourself in what appears to be like a supply room. You see mirrors, you see scalpels, you see pliers, you see boxes, crates, just things stacked. You don't see Vendross. 
Oh no! There's no Vandross here, and like, there's no other room where she is. I'm pretty sure. Where'd she go? I wonder. I wonder what's going on. Can I roll something to know what's up with the blood? Perception. Hey, prickly pear, where'd you go? Prickly pear, that's very cute. <laughs> prickly pear. I rolled a seventeen. I got twelve for perception. Because I had that great idea to have the side mirrors. 18. <laughs> yep, 17, 18, both immediately crush it. Uh, both of you see there a footstep and a puddle of blood, and then the, the streak as the person standing in the blood was dragged away. Well, let's follow that, right? Yep, that's the way to go. Roll initiative before I reveal what happens. Why? Do I get to roll initiative? Why you do not. Friend it? No. Are you sure it doesn't want to be our friend? I got a six. 19? God damn, I always go first. Well, yeah, you have the plus three. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you have a plus two. He's not even that much more, Chris. So, Lola, you see the, the footprint in the blood. You run ahead. You pull out the heck bow, um, and you turn a corner, and you see behind a crate is a large white humanoid. And I say white, I mean all over white, the entire body. Uh, this thing has extremely blocky proportions. Like, you could almost think of, like, its arms and its legs and its head are, like, different slabs of, like, this white material. I'm going to say you think probably marble. And it is it has its arms wrapped around Vindros and is crushing her into paste in its arms. Uh, this huge marble humanoid thing and it is squishing the life out of her so you are first up in the order Vindros is obviously last because she is being pulverized so it is a humanoid is what we're saying uh so it's humanoid as far as rangers go no you you get a small okay. thing against humanoids. <laughs> that's what i was asking yeah you know humanoid means like elf orc dwarf this is something else you would have to roll to know exactly what um so i guess i'm just gonna try and shoot to see if i can hit one of its appendages uh well i rolled a 19 19 is incredibly good which is disheartening because the bow the the bolt just bounces off of the thing and goes flying into the darkness damn it that's what i was worried about so now it's the creature's turn the creature has vindross in its huge heavy arms vindross you feel like how really tough this stuff is it's also weirdly slimy and it begins crushing you uh strength contest actually uh, yeah, sure. Ooh, I only rolled a seven. Very bad. Uh, let's get another of those, uh, crits. No, not quite. Fifteen will do, though. Okay, so you aren't pulverized, which is good. You're still gonna take some damage, but it could have gotten a lot worse if, if it keeps crushing you and crushing you and crushing you. Uh, so you take six damage as this monstrous thing, you still don't know what it is, uh, squeezes you tighter, and you feel your carapace begin to warp. It is, uh, Sabrina's turn. Okay, so to start, can I roll uh, an Arcana check to know what this thing is? Nature. But it'd be really sweet if it was Arcana. All right, fine. <laughs> um, I rolled an eight, so that's not going to help me figure it out. Yep. Uh, uh, so I would say all you know is that this is an elemental of some kind, because it's clearly uh, not uh, sapient. Okay. Well, if it's not uh an ice elemental then i'm gonna do this i'm going to reveal a secret and that's the the other spell i took uh at my new love love i'm gonna cast snylock snowball swarm you're making this up 
No, that's the actual name of the spell. It's Snylock Snowball Storm. Oh my god, D&D, what is wrong with you? That doesn't sound like a thing. Oh, come on, it's D&D. It definitely sounds like a thing. It sounds like the kind of thing that someone makes up when they're trying to make it sound like they're playing D&D and they're not allowed to use any of the actual D&D terms in, like, a TV show. Uh, excuse me, Snylock was an adventuring wizard who lived sometime in the 13th century by Dale Reckoning. Okay, read the spell to the audience. I'm rolling dexterity <laughs> to avoid your snowballs. Yeah, so a flurry of magic snowballs are going to erupt from a point that I choose within range, and each creature in the five-foot radius sphere centered on this point must make a dexterity saving throw, and if they fail, they're going to take a bunch of damage. Now, obviously Vindros would be in that, but I could use one of my sorcery points to make it so she automatically saves on her throw, so she'll only take half damage. The elemental gets a six with disadvantage because it cannot dex while it is holding Vindros, so it just eats snowballs right to the face. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's going to deal seven <laughs> damage. So you re-rolled a one and got a one. Um, this, every, time, every time I've used that ability to re-roll my numbers, I roll the exact same numbers, so just keep that in mind. For the so season. only ever do it on a one, yeah, I guess. I guess yeah. the- Roll 20 is just fucking with us. So the elemental will take seven damage and then vindros would take three damage i think you roll down or round down the elemental takes 14 damage um it gets hit by all these snowballs which suddenly start spawning out of the air around sabrina and slamming into it and the thing uh drops vindros uh actually oh thank goodness uh but it is corton's turn yikes all right so corton's going to focus on pulling Vindros back from that because she's probably in a bad way and uh see it's mm, you know try sleep I don't have a lot of expectation for success for that but um 25 hit points you literally aren't gonna believe this (laughs) just not quite enough huh Give us the number. It was 26. I had 40 uh-huh. health. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can any it. of us do a thing to knock up Corton's number? Please don't say knock up in a sentence with Corton. That's what I was going to say, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, um, I, if you cast it at a higher level, I mean, I shouldn't let you do that. But if you want to, we can. I mean, I could do that. Yeah. Okay, okay, here's the trade. I'll let you cast it at a higher level, but when it falls asleep, it's going to f- pitch forward and land on you. That's, you know, the price we pay. Okay, I like this. This is a very funny way to end this fight. All right, and so we'll just uh, roll five more damage there. And... Eight. Uh, this thing, which is basically looks like it's made out of a bunch of marble slabs... Pitches forward and lands on Corton, knocking him to the ground. Actually, you specified you pulled Vindros out of the way first, so it's like a very romantic like save. You run up, you like drag her out of the way, you turn back, and you, what do you do? Paint me the picture of like you yelling in its face and it falling asleep on you. <laughs> uh, so he he you know, Corton moves in, he pulls Vindros back, and you know almost like a uh, like a dance maneuver, sort of twirls her out of the way turns back and looks at directly in the uh, faces. Be gone! <laughs> I would like to play a funeral dirge on oh. my jug. And then it just goes, ah, ah, ah! <laughs> yeah, and it just comically lands on you. Um, 
What's interesting is it, it lands like face first. It doesn't have a face, but if it did, it's like the direction it was looking land on you. And now it's like back is up towards the, the ceiling and everyone can see um, on its back. It actually is missing some sections here. This is something you could have uh, with a higher nature role. Uh, Sabrina could have detected, um, but this thing did have holes in its very significant armor. Oh, well, you know, there's that. There is that, uh, but it's on top of you now. Uh, you probably want to look at it. So, what does everybody do? Um, Vindras is trying to get this thing off court on ASAP. Just, just run in and try and lift it. Least helpful thing I could possibly do, but I am playing taps on my jug. Uh, I would like to investigate the area. Okay, Vindros, you begin pulling the thing off of Corton. Lola, you start playing taps, and Sabrina actually starts looking. So, Sabrina, roll investigation. Uh, 18. Perfect. Uh, So, the first thing you find is where the blood came from, which is a bunch of crushed bodies that have all been shoved into a crate back here. Oh, cool. Well, that's not a good discovery for the baby to make. It's not. All these bodies have been crushed in the same way, which is like in a hug-like vice grip. As this thing wraps its arms around the people who come up here and just crushes them into pulp and then puts them away in boxes. Cool. So not not trafficking metal weapons, then. He's killing things and putting it in boxes? That's it? Do they look like anybody in particular? Like, do they have any, like insignias or if this is the dentist's office are any of them wearing doctor's coats yeah with an 18 i'm going to give you everything one thing at a time the next thing is that these are all people clearly dressed up in medical scrubs uh these are all dentists there's just a crate full of dead oh dentists in here is this guy a living tooth <laughs> <laughs> lauren you want to say a little louder is this guy a living tooth it's a calcium elemental how do i always figure shit out I mean, look, I, I, dude, I don't want to judge anybody for living their tooth. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard all fucking day. Corton takes eight damage. <laughs> so, yeah, That's a because joke. Vindros is just t- bursting into too much laughter and drops the thing back. <laughs> it's too funny what if a joke. Start using the little drill on it. What happens? I guess that's like torture. <gasps> Are those holes around. in the back of it cavities? Oh, does he need treatment? Oh. Can I roll medicine to heal cavities? Oh, ice worked better because it's cold and it, it irritates <gasps> his little cavities. Oh my god! Can he? <laughs> can we I'm make him medicine? I rolled a four. Do we? Do we have a little hat we can stuff him into? <laughs> I put sugar in his in his cavities, thinking it will help. Okay, so the party figures out what was going on here, which is that they had a calcium elemental they were using as like a regrowable source of like replacement teeth. Uh, they did not handle it with care and it crushed them all. And then the owner, realizing what happened, boarded it up and skipped town. Um, so that's what you've discovered here. They are not uh, smuggling metal weapons. Uh, they just got into some completely unrelated trouble that made them very suspicious. Sad, lonely tooth man. Yeah, what do you do with this unconscious elemental? It's going to wake up eventually. Well, I tried to help, but I rolled four on medicine, so. I'm just going to cast Ray of Frost into its cavities over and over. <laughs> no, that's just cruel. I mean, I don't want to waste any spell slots on it. <laughs> I mean, you can absolutely do that, Chris. I just want to say that might significantly uh, affect Sabrina's character going forward. You may be talking about an alignment change for murdering an unconscious creature. I mean, I'm just like, can we get rid of this guy? I'm not, I mean, it's not even really talking to Sabrina right now. I'm just like, hey, come on. 
What are you going to do? <laughs> Um, can I pour mouthwash into his wounds? I bet a dental office has a mouthwash somewhere. He just wouldn't know because he's a tooth elemental, which means he has no eyes because he's all tooth. All tooth and nothing but the tooth. So help me God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to think of how to help this thing. And my first instinct was paint the room so it looks like a mouth and then he'd just be one big happy tooth. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. Uh, also, while we're making tooth puns, tooth hurts. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I don't know. There's got to be a bicuspid pun somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm going to roll an investigation to find some kind I'm of mouthwash. Comrade? Comrade? I will I'll roll as much as I want I'm to. I'm on the bicuspid of, of leaving oh, the scene. I'm coming oh up with God. a good joke. That's it. Yes. I would like for us to help the tooth, but I don't know if Milola has the technology. Leave it. I'm going to wrap him up in bandages. Yeah, well, if it's... If we could just board up the door, there's no reason yeah. to... Leave him a snack for when he wakes up. The tooth is not our problem. Well, yeah, like at least we're going to cover his wounds. We're not going to let him just fucking get okay, so the, murdered. So the answer to my question is you're going to leave. Yes, but I want to bandage him up first and leave him snacks. Okay, yeah, you can do that. I don't know what snacks you think a calcium would like to eat. Uh, What's... Toothpaste. Yeah, to- I leave him toothpaste, maybe some, maybe like, uh, some chewing gum. Laura, do you think <laughs> teeth eat toothpaste? <laughs> hey, hey, if a tooth was alive, that would be the first thing I would try to feed it. <laughs> I like it better than, like, candy, which is bad for it, right? Okay, so the party tries to make the calcium elemental comfortable, and then they leave. Someone paint me a picture of you boarding the door back up because you'd have to use your own wood from your private stash for Clamuel L. Jackson or you have to board the door up in a different way. Well, I mean, can, what kind of lock does this door have? Is this the kind of lock that you could like lock it and then like walk outside and close the door and then it's locked? Sure, but a, a moderately healthy teenager could snap it with their bare hands. Yeah, but at that point, we'll be long gone. Well, I mean, I'm more... <laughs> I, know, I was like, I'm more worried about the tooth being, the tooth elementals, and whatever teenager's gonna show up and be a dick, because they're just gonna get tooth elemental. Okay, I just wanna be clear. Yeah, if you guys wanna just lock the door and walk away and just start running down the street before anybody sees you, that's yes. fine. No, that's yes. 100% a legitimate choice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't run. That's suspicious. Okay. Yeah. Walk with intent. Leisurely stroll. <laughs> okay, as long as we're all on the same page. You can do whatever you want. I just want to be clear. Oh, no. It's confident walk away and leave this to be someone else's problem. I mean, because if you think about it, how many people are going to be like, hmm, yes, I want to go to that dentist's office, which hasn't been open for years. Um, we only did because we thought maybe there were smugglers. So I don't know. Also, he's hungry. Now, now that the boards aren't there... Maybe some smugglers will show up and be like, hey, look at this space. We could set up shop in there. And then you know what? You know what's waiting for them? Calcium Elemental. He just wants to hug someone to death. We're solving the smuggling problem. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you all talk in character as you head to the last location on your list, which is a fish market. And then we will wrap up this day's events. I don't know why everything seems to always come down to fish markets. Like every every time I do a choose your own adventure, the fish market's where you're supposed to go. Island of cats, fish market. Uh, I, I feel like we should have known this, right? We should have expected this, considering the history of everything. I mean, large amounts of trade happening. Any smells of illicit things get covered up by the smell of fish. That's very truly very smelly and delicious. Mm. 
I love the smell of a good fish market. Oh, boy. oh I hate it. I hate oh, it. Boy. I hate it. And I mean, like, if you're looking for something, what, what better what? place to hide Austin. than a fish market? What? What? I, yeah, Conrad, let's pretend we don't know what you're talking about. That's fun. We're two adult men pretending like we don't know what you're talking about. Great. It's vaginas. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for something, the last place you want to look is a fish market, because then you get there and you're like, well, the only place to look is in these pile of fish. And then you start cuss- cussing. Then you just start cussing. You start cussing. You start cussing while you're touching all these dead raw fish. It's real gross. You ever... You ever try to separate like a like a thing a chicken? What's chicken? I don't know. If you got touch raw meat, it's weird. Uh, I want to talk quietly to Clamuel Jackson. Um, so the adults are walking ahead, talking about the fish market. Behind them, Sabrina is holding her pet, and it's cooing happily. And they're really they're having a great time. Uh, do any of you do anything to prepare as you approach this? Any spells? Any rolls? Or do you just walk into the market like you own the place? Um. Say I roll intimidation, but I'm not intimidating anybody yet. I want to like roll to build up my own confidence. <laughs> uh, that's that's extremely nothing. I know, I know. No, actually, no, fuck it. It is no, no. It is something. Intimidation. I rolled a five. I'm not. I'm like, okay, Lola, you got this. You're gonna show these fishmongers what's up, and then I like drop a banana. That's very funny because you're a tiny <laughs> lizard, and as you're walking ahead trying to puff yourself up, you see that you have entered the Aracocra district. Aracocra. Oh no! Aracocra are bird oh, no. folk. Uh, that's a very hard word to spell. We'll just say bird folk. It's fine. Uh, but they are, as you might imagine, uh, pretty jazzed to see a tiny lizard person coming towards them. Um, as all these different fishmongers who are like picking up fish, moving fish, wrapping fish, uh, look over to you and they all look extremely hungry with your five on intimidation. Vindras quickly tries to step in behind and just but be sh- like, no, this lizard has a body card. You're a bug. <laughs> as she does, uh, Corton's just going to sort of march past and lean down to Lola as he does and says, keep the faith. <laughs> and uh, then... Gives her a die of bardic inspiration. Oh, thank you. Why don't you all roll perception, investigation, or survival? Yeah, something, anything. Roll something to case the market. Well, our old is six. Uh, I got a botch. Does it make sense? We're both very easily. Whoa, that's totally not right. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? I had uh, some I feel- uh, some stuff left over in there. There we go. All right. Uh, 11. I like how Vintendross is a bug and she botched and I'm a lizard and I and I failed. We're going to get we're going to get beaked to death. Uh, I'm going to let this play out. <laughs> oh my god, Chris. Cuz I have something different I want to do. Once again, Vindros botches. I'm trying to decide if I want her to go on ahead and then suddenly get snatched away for a third time. Oh my god. This, this is what, my fourth botch of the episode and one crit. It's insane. Roll 20 is a cop. Vindros is a liability. I mean, I am too. I think we all are in our own way. Let's just lean into this. Vindros, once you guys are all casing the market, you're walking to between the ro- 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 rows of fish. I'm fucking freaking out. There's all these different birds. You actually notice two different, um, uh, like, I would say groups of birds. The ones who are really working with the fish are mostly, like, seagulls and, um... Pelicans! Florida. Lauren, can I have one reveal to myself, 
please. <laughs> no, I, 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 was, I didn't believe you'd say pelicans, and I love them so. They're so stupid. That's what I was going to say. Okay, hold on. Pretend Lauren didn't say pelicans, because I want to build up to pelicans. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the second group of birds here appear to be security, and they are shrikes, which is a very Ooh. bad kind of bird for Lola and Vindross. Yeah. Do you want to tell the audience about shrikes, Lauren? They're bad. Why are they bad? Aren't they very similar to kingfishers in the way they operate and hunt for prey, if I remember correctly? I I googled them and they're also known as butcher birds, and that sounds real bad. Um, I see kingfishers is more Florida, so I know more about it. Oh, oh, they impale things. Oh no, they impale things. They find sharp stuff to impale things on Jesus, to then rip them apart. Birds, please. There are bird species known for grabbing their prey, taking them to a second location, and then impaling them on whatever they can find, usually thorns. Oh. Oh no, this is a real bad thing to to, to to kidnap me and take me to a second location. They're first degree birderers. God damn it. Uh, Conrad, you are on your A game today. So Vindros, you botched. So as you walk under a trap door to the floor above, uh, it springs open. Two bird arms reach down, grab you, and pull you up onto the next floor. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of the party doesn't see. <laughs> Oh, I would like to turn a corner and loudly shout out, I'm looking for smugglers! And I want to roll persuasion. Jesus Christ. Oh, All right. Oh, no. I mean, that's how the episode ends, right? Jesus 17. Christ. 17. All right. I think the way this works is Vindros is taken to a different location, but once Sabrina announces all of your intention, uh, a bunch of shrikes burst through like hidden doors and they all just start taking you captive. Oh no. There's like, there's like 20 of them. You can fight back if you want, but I feel you all in your stomachs know that that would be a pretty foolish thing. So, but I succeeded on the persuasion. Yeah. So they don't hurt you. Oh, okay. Silver lining. They instead they take you captive and they uh bring the three of you to their boss, who is a big cigar chomping pelican in a really nice suit. Yes, Lauren, you ruined my whole thing. Oh. Does does he say oh, yeah? I'm I'm so caught off guard. It's a pelican. Oh, because he can stuff all the things in his fucking beak. Oh my god, that's where he hides his weapons. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how pelicans work. I'm not blowing any cover. Everybody knows how pelicans do. Yeah, yeah, we've seen cartoons. All right, next week, Vindros is interrogated terribly in one location while the rest of you talk to a pelican mob boss. I Fuck need, you. I need you to answer me, Austin. Does he go, yeah, see, after, at the end of every sentence? <sighs> I have, yeah, I mean, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's. I, I hate that you're sad, but also the reason that you're sad fills me with joy.